From conies to cheesecake and barbecue to brunch, we all have meals that mean something special to us. This podcast takes a deep dive into the traditions, delicacies, and legends that have shaped what we know and love about food. Each week, we'll learn from a guest about how food has impacted their relationships and how they view the world. This is Season to Taste. This week on the podcast, I am excited to welcome Darby. Darby is a recent graduate of Ohio State with a journalism major and is pursuing a career in music. Darby, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jacob. It's so fun to be here. So you mentioned that you love traditions, and I just want to hear more about like what what's your favorite food tradition that you do? Oh my gosh. Okay. We might so this I'm gonna have to like talk about it like by specific either like holiday or event. Um, I do love tradition and I, I don't know why, cause it's funny. Cause I think typically people that are like me kind of are rule breakers and want to change things up. Mm. And I, I guess I, do, I, I'm like that in the sense that I never think that someone giving me a reason for something and saying, well, we've just always done it this way. I never think that that's fully acceptable. Right. But then at the same time, I love traditions and I love things being passed down and things you can look forward to. I don't know if it's just because it provides a state of like constancy amidst everything, mm-hmm. but I just love that. So I, I don't, so I was thinking about this cause I knew you were going to ask me this. Um, there's some for like holidays that I really enjoy, but then we actually have really fun, a really fun like birthday tradition in our, in our family. Yeah. So, um, tip. So usually what we do is we like wake whoever's birthday it is. We wake them up. And this was, I mean, I guess it's harder now that we're all like, you know, grown, but, yeah. um, when we were growing up, we would wake whoever's birthday was, we'd wake them up with cake or like with a cake and like candles or some other kind of food. Mm. So you tip like the generic one was like cake, but then you could be donuts. It could be muffins. And usually you could, you know, my mom would either make something yeah. that she knew we would really like, or, you know, we'd go get donuts from somewhere or something. And so then we wake them up by singing happy birthday and come into their room, like with the cake and candles, whatever they blow them out. Yeah. They, um, and then we go downstairs. I think we open gifts in, in bed, open some of the gifts in bed. And then we go downstairs and we have like cake and I, we always have ice cream. So Mm. cake and ice cream for breakfast. Um, and then we open like cards and stuff and just kind of have like a birthday celebration. Um, so that's like one of my favorites, for sure. Um, and it's fun cause I haven't really heard other families like do stuff like that. Like, so, I mean, some families have like one of my sister's friends, they like always go get Italian for her birthday or something like right. that. Um, but I think that the morning, the morning of type thing is always fun. And, uh, so that's one. I really enjoy the holiday traditions too. I guess primarily, um, we do, we do do like a classic, like Thanksgiving meal, What's really fun, actually, is so Christmas Eve, we have a specific meal that we do. Um, I'm not sure when this started. It was, um, I don't know exactly when it started. Maybe I was in middle school when it began because my mom found this recipe for this, like, fruit soup, Mm -hmm. which sounds really weird. But it's it's soup and it's, yeah, it sounds super weird, but it's good. It's, um, I don't know how to explain it, but it has, like, a lot of different kinds of berries in Mm -hmm. it. Um, And it's, like, it's warm and it's it's sweet and you put, like, whipped cream on top. Yeah. And so she would make that as like our, she does make that as like our main dish. And then we'd have like, I think like peas or broccoli or some kind of like green vegetable on the side and then crescent rolls. Um, and then recently she's had my dad also like grill out like flank steak to go with it. Um, so that's always a favorite too. So that, that's, 
Maybe one of my other favorites. And then Christmas morning we do breakfast. We do. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we do biscuits and gravy and um, fruit, like fruit salad. My dad sometimes will make hash browns. Um, so those are like, yeah, I guess around Christmas maybe those are my favorite ones, and then Christmas and They're birthdays dumb. probably, which is those are some of the most fun celebrations anyway. So it makes Definitely. sense. Mm-hmm. For Christmas, not every year, but we typically make some sort of, or I guess I typically make some sort of a breakfast thing. Uh, this year it was quiche and uh, croissants. Ooh. Both were fantastic. It was my first time making pie crust from scratch, and that was tons of wow. fun. It was amazing. And I also made the croissants from scratch, and so I spent a lot of time on that, but it was definitely worth it. Had a ton of fun. Learned something. It was great. Très français. It's so French. I love it. It was fun. Quiche is so good. I would, I need to, I would like to learn how to make quiche. It's not that hard. I love quiche. It really wasn't. Like, you just, you know, make that. You can even buy the pie crust and then put it in the pan mm-hmm. and eggs and a bunch of other stuff, whatever you want, and pop it in the oven for a few hours. Okay. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a try sometime. My last guest, Dave, brought up an interesting point about why I like like fermented food. So he was thinking um, maybe there's some sort of like cultural background there or um, family background that caused me to like that. And I mean, he was right. Like my grandparents on both sides of at least one side, um, they've done a lot of canning and, um, you know, grow a lot of their own food. And so I imagine that that is like passed down to me. And I'm curious if, do you think any of those traditions that you have um, are passed down in that way or just like are these traditions that have gone on for longer than just like your immediate family? Mm, good question. I'm not sure. I honestly think, I think breakfast, the Christmas breakfast thing might have been something that my dad's fam- family did yeah. when he was growing up. Um, I think my parents were great about making a lot of new traditions mm-hmm. and or kind of merging. Like we were actually talking about this over the Christmas, like kind of just the different ways that, their each of their families celebrated Christmas and then mm-hmm. how we kind of I feel like we've pulled parts of that to like make our own and it's something I've actually struggled with I think is feeling like we don't really have much of like culture like we have our own family culture mm-hmm. but we don't have I feel like a lot of like culture like you know we're very very white very much just like your basic American family um and which I've I've come to realize like is very beautiful in its own way because it's ours you right. know and, and it's it's not something that I have to feel like, oh, I, you know, I wish I had more of this or more sure. of that or I see other families. And I do love celebrating. I love learning about other cultures. I love trying, like, their foods. Some of my good friends are – their fa- parents are from Taiwan. Oh, yeah. And so they've, like, exposed me to some more of, like, Asian culture and Asian foods. And it's been so That's fun. Awesome. Like, it's been a highlight for me for sure yeah. just this past year. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. And it's – I mean, I'm sure that there are certain things that I'm drawn toward because of what I grew up eating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up eating a lot of pretty, like – basic stuff my mom wouldn't say she's a good cook i think she makes great food but she doesn't really enjoy cooking so she's not one to like spend a ton of time like just practicing new dishes but then she will like you know she found that soup Mm -hmm. and like makes that now and so so i don't know it's kind of a give and take but i i might and maybe when i'm more even out in the world even more and i realize other people don't like the same foods i do maybe that'll that'll come to fruition but more you know more be more obvious because i'll see oh you don't you're not drawn to this type of food, but I am. And maybe that's just part of the way I grew up, yeah. but that's a really interesting question. I'm, that's a really interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. An interesting thing that I 
I guess a tradition that got lost in my family. Um, my mom had like a aunt or something that they would always go see. And I think it was one of those, like they weren't actually related, but regardless, it's, um, they would go over for Christmas night and it was all like Swedish food and just a whole bunch of random stuff. And it sounds like so much fun for, for me, you know, just to, um, experience all that food, whatever it was, even if half of it was terrible, you know? Um, but yeah, that's one that's definitely got lost because I don't think my mom really is like, I really want to make some of those things again, you know, but, um, it's an interesting thing for me to think about of what that would look like and how I can, I don't know, keep traditions. Well, so is your family Swedish? Like, her- do you have Swedish heritage? Not really. So I, I really think it's just whoever that was, was Swedish, but I don't think that there's actually much Swedish in our family. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing that's why, that's at least part of why it hasn't really gotten passed down, right? Like, not really like our heritage is just kind of like a piece. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we technically, I think I'm technically like mostly like English and German. Yeah. But don't net like there are no like German really traditions that have been passed down or anything sure. like that. Um, because my mom's mom's side is is German, but they I, yeah they didn't really I don't think that they were super into like family heritage mm-hmm. and didn't really care a ton about that. So yeah, so nothing nothing crazy there. But I've some that's it's so cool to hear about that. Just like getting together and making foods from you know yeah. a country a different country and like yeah I get your kind of envy of that and just like wanting to be able to experience that yeah do you like German food I actually do so yeah yeah well from what I've had of it I don't know if I've had a ton but I right. when we so my dad took us kids to Europe when um, I think I, I was a senior, uh, I was a junior in high school. My sister was a senior. He wanted to take us mm-hmm. before we graduated. So I have an right. older sister and younger brother. So we were all in, um, high school at the time. And so we went to Europe for about 10 days. He had taken his, his sister a couple years before that. And so he mm-hmm. was like, I got to take the kids. So we went and Germany was, Germany and Austria, like were our favorite, pretty much our favorite places. Yeah. Um, the food is so good. We one of the best meals we had on the entire trip was in this tiny little town called Rotenburg Obdertaber, and uh, it's the best. It it has this really great Christmas market, um, yeah. and so we went there for that. My dad had remembered it from when he had gone before, right. and then we stopped at this like it was like an inn restaurant type thing, and each got like a different meal, and we ended up kind of like sharing because all of it was so good, and. Um, I can't even remember all of what it was, but I know that I got, I think, schnitzel, and um, I, I would need to see a picture like, to remember what everyone else got, but they're different dishes, and it was, mm-hmm. honestly, it was so good. And, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of really cool things about German heritage. But, yeah, for, from what I've had, I like German food. And I yeah. I went to Schmitz in um, in Columbus, or I guess, I guess it's, where is that technically? German Village area. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Smidge Sauce's house. I went one time with a friend. I'd love to go again because they have like pretty, I think pretty authentic German food to be fun. But yeah, I just, I want to try more, more cultures, more foods. I just want to travel, eat around the world. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. A few of my friends and I went to Hofbrau house this week at a, uh, I don't really know exactly where it is. Um, but it's in Columbus. It's, it was part of Columbus restaurant week. So, a few different restaurants across Columbus. Um, 
would give you like a three course meal for uh, less than, you know, what it cost normally. And it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, I really like German food and I haven't tried that much. Um, and so it was, yeah, we all had a great time just like trying something new. So I thought that was a fun thing to do. Yeah, that's so fun. It's pretty sweet. Do you have many traditions that aren't tied to holidays? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know, I'm trying to think. Um, I guess there's some, some just like kind of general ones like we would always get Chinese food after church on Sundays growing up there was this yeah. Chinese place um, that was down so I grew up outside of Atlanta Georgia about like 45 minutes from downtown mm-hmm. and um, in this town called Lawrenceville and so we um, would go to church and then we'd go to this um, Chinese restaurant it was in like a kind of a strip mall type thing where we're like a Kroger so if you know like you know they have like a grocery store and then like a bunch of, you know, probably like a nail salon and whatever, right, like all yeah. in there. And then there's this like hole in the wall, Chinese restaurant called golden palace too. And it was so good. And my dad actually had Deborah, the owner on speed dial. Um, <laughs> and so like in his favorites. And so he would just call cause he would, sometimes he would get it to go also throughout the week, but we typically would, we would typically go there on Sundays after church. Um, and we'd walk in and she'd say, oh, Mr. Clock, you know, and, <laughs> and, um, and she was just precious. And That's so I awesome. think I've always like really been drawn to, you know, Asian food. I'm sure that was like Americanized yeah. in a lot of ways, but, sure. um, she's from, um, from China. So I mean, I guess, and a lot of the staff who worked there seemed like they were, they were Asian appearing. So probably have some sort of influence, right. um, which was really cool, but I enjoyed that a lot. And then the other place we sometimes went to was, um, called the flying machine actually so there was like oh, a yeah. little kind of little baby airport um not far at all like five minutes from where i grew up mm-hmm. and so sometimes i guess there would be like um celebrities and stuff would sometimes come through like on private jets because it was like a much smaller yeah. airport so they get a lot less you know like attention and right. things like that and so um but this flying machine uh was right kind of on like looking over like the runway and so it was mm-hmm. like right there like at the airport and so we'd That's go sweet. and eat there and they i remember they had a great veggie burger for for a little while we were what we called flexitarian <laughs> so we which i guess is actually like a legit thing but people call it that but basically we mostly didn't eat meat for like a season yeah. um but then if we would go out or something sometimes we'd eat meat so we would okay. we, it wasn't like a rigid thing it wasn't like right. we just didn't typically keep a lot of meat in the house for a while and then we just got so busy that it just it was easier to just like you know throw in chicken right. or throw in like a burger or grill sure. up burgers or something like that but so I remember they had a really good like black bean veggie burger that I usually would get. Um, but that was always fun because they had model airplanes hanging from the ceiling in the whole, yeah. like, the whole restaurant. Um, and they were actually for sale. So we'd go around and like just look at the prices of all of them and stuff and we'd see planes. You could eat outside and like, you know, watch planes like come and land or take off. And, um, that's awesome. so yeah, that's, that was fun. But I guess, yeah, just my dad likes to eat out. So we would eat out you know, a good bit growing up. That was always sort of a thing where my mom and dad would kind of, my mom would be like, Hey, we need to like dial it back. My dad was like, but it's so fun, you know? (laughs) So, And, uh, I think he really, he's, he's a foodie, not in the sense of like, he's kind of a food connoisseur. Like he's picky. Like he's, you know, he doesn't have this like elitist kind of approach to food, but he loves food. Every time he'd come home from like work trips, he'd be like, Oh, I had the best shrimp scampi. I had the best, you know, whatever. And, um, 
we'd always be like, man, dad, you're kind of a, you're kind of a foodie. And he'd be like, not like that, but he'd be like, but I do love food. So he was always, he always likes to have good meals and get us to like get together over, you know, over food. It's always high priority for him, I think. I was going to say that'll be me one day, but I I know that's already me. <laughs> hey, but that's great. And the cool thing is though, you, because you cook, like you'll be able to cook all kinds of great meals, like for your family and like, yeah. just, you know, have, have that like community just over the dinner table and, um, yeah, when we were home, I think we always, we always kind of were missing each other. Everyone was kind of like just grabbing food and going, especially mm. by the time we were middle school and high school. And so there wasn't right. a whole lot of like eating together, which is okay. I mean, we still, we enjoyed each other so much as a family that it was okay. Like we didn't need that time together to get yeah. along, but, um, but it, so I think maybe that's why when we, when we went out, it was like, okay, we're here and we're together and we're in this mm. moment and we can't just be like, oh, okay, I got to go do this task. I got to do this right. thing at home. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all, that's all I can, yeah. that's all that's oh, coming that's to awesome. mind, I guess, as far as non-holiday traditions. Sure. Oh, that's sweet. How about in Columbus? Are there particular restaurants you go to when you get back? Oh, good question. Um, I don't know if this counts as a restaurant, but I've gotten varying to Kung Fu tea, which is bubble tea. Um, and I never had bubble tea until, um, actually my same friends whose parents are from Taiwan, they, um, exposed me to that. They were like, you got to try it. It's like the Asian thing. You got to have, (laughs) you got to have Kung Fu tea, um, or KFT as we call it for short. So that has been a thing where like when I'm gone, I miss it. And then I get some when I come back because I'm just like, oh, I want to have that. Um, we just went to melt the other day. I don't know if you've been to yeah, Melt. It's like a sandwich not, place. Incredible sandwiches. And I forgot how good that is. And I, I think that's something that I would probably, you know, I'm grateful that that's here and that I can go. It's, yeah, no for me, I'm cheap. It's a little pricey for me, but it's still fun every once in a while to splurge on it. I really enjoy that. Um, and actually, Brassica. Have you ever been to Brassica? I have not. I really okay. want to, though. It's So I get I get intimidated by restaurants where you have to, like, it's like build your own type places that I don't really know how to order. So yeah. like pizza places, you know, Blaze or something like that. Right. I could do that. You know, we I could do pizza. Subway, you know, you it's easy. But then something that's like a different kind of style of food or like culture. So like mm-hmm. Mediterranean, I'm not, I'm not really familiar, super familiar with Mediterranean food. Right. Um, and I guess they're technically Mediterranean. And then, or like Piata, I also was nervous about, I was like, I don't know how to order a Piata. But brassica i what i did was i i had a i tried a bite of a friend of mine's she brought it to this group thing we were doing one time Mm -hmm. and i was like i i like that whatever that was just just can i do that and so she sent me a message like outlining her order and so now i just copy and i think i tweaked a couple things to kind of make it my own but now i just get that and it's delicious and i so i'm just like i would go and i yeah i'm always down to go to brassica with people if they want to like get lunch or brunch or something i'm always like hey we could go to brassica <laughs> now that i've tried it and i know north star is like a classic a classic one that everyone really loves i i like sure. north star, but i think i think i'm more miss you know like brassica or, or melt or places like that and there's still so many places that i really want to try yeah. um it's funny to see like the regional differences like having grown up right. in georgia yeah. Um, and feeling like, so down there we don't have Tim Hortons or Bob Evans or right. <laughs> um, things like that. And then up here you guys don't have like Zaxby's or even like Publix, like the grocery store. Sure. So it's funny to, to see some of the just like regional differences. But yeah, but no, that's a great question. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely try to go to more um, Columbus specific restaurants when I'm here. Because I know I only have like so long to experience Columbus so much. Um, 
I'm definitely with you. Like, I think I'd, North Shore would probably be lost to me because there's one like 10 minutes from my house at home, you know? Oh, um, gotcha. And then, but I, I want to go to Nebraska so bad. I, I got so many recommendations. Adam recommended it a few episodes ago. <sighs> gotta go. It's gotta happen. It's so soon. good. It's so good. And I would definitely was like unsure about I was like kind of nervous about it, like I said, because I just didn't know what to order. And I was like, right. I don't know, this is all new. And, I think I have a fear of being awkward at food places. I've learned. <laughs> I have a fear of like people looking at me like, doesn't she know what she's doing? And I'm like, no, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and so I like want to be adventurous, but then there's like this fear associated with it. Not right. fear that I won't like it, but fear just that I won't do it right, I guess. And so but once I kind of got over that and, and I was with a friend of mine and we weren't super rushed and I just went ahead and like went down and tried it and I just have gotten better. Just go ahead and ask them, you know, so what right. is that? And how would you describe that? And, to know, you know, because it's it's more important that you learn, I guess, than that you look like you have it all together. Mm-hmm. So I've, that's definitely been yeah. something I've been realizing about myself and how I engage with, I guess, food or just like restaurants, period. Yeah, uh, that's a really good point. It's definitely easy to get, you know, bogged down with not knowing what to order, not knowing like directly mm-hmm. where to go um, in an experience like that. But definitely getting outside your comfort zone, trying something new. It's always mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to Elia later today. That's like a Mediterranean place. Oh, wow. Um, Where is that? Um, it's on South Campus, just a little bit off. I think okay. it's near I think it's near Gateway, but I'm not sure. Um, okay. And, yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't I don't know exactly what I'm getting yet. I know yeah. like, I've had a little bit of Mediterranean food, so I kind of know what to expect, but it seems like it's a little bit different from what I've had. So it'll be a learning experience for sure. That'd be fun. Are you going by yourself or with friends? No, I'm going with a friend. So. Okay, cool. That'll be sweet. That's awesome. I think, I think he knows more. So hopefully he will guide me. Good. You can be like, questions. you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> exactly. This is kind of a random question, but does your family watch a lot of movies? Yes. Yeah. A ton. Yes. All the time. We are huge movie people. Um, yeah, more movie than TV. I know some families are just like, yeah, we were only movie people and we watched a lot of TV. Yeah. We, we didn't do a ton of TV actually. We did a lot more until I mean, we watched like Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like when we were older, but when we were younger, we now never really did TV, but my parents are super into movies. We, my dad uses internet movie database, like the most on his phone. Like that's the app he uses <laughs> the most. Like, and we like race to figure out if, you know, if we see one actor and we're like, Oh, I think that they're in some other movie and we can't think of it. We like race each other to try to figure out if we can name awesome. what movie it is. Yeah. Or my dad has a really good ear for voice actors. Like he can tell people's really? voices really well. So he'll hear a voice in a commercial or in a, in something. I'll be like, Oh, that's, they're from such and such movie. Um, and so that's, that's just awesome. like fun. But yeah, actually it's funny you say that because movies are like a huge part of our family culture. <laughs> yeah, that's neat. Well, I was going to, I was going to say like, have you ever made any food from a movie? <gasps> no, but that would be a great, that'd be if super not, fun. You okay. got, I feel like you should start a new tradition. Like, I really should. Okay. Actually, that's brilliant because, so it's funny. I got, um, I just, that's so weird you asked. I was just thinking about this this morning actually, or last night. Um, I really enjoyed reading Nancy Drew books when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with those, but like bit, yeah. Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, those are two like Hardy Boys was like the guy's books and then Nancy Drew was like the girls' books for like <laughs> right. a long time. I have some very old um, copies actually of some of the original Nancy Drews. They were like 
19, they're like copyright 1941. They were my great aunts, wow. I think. So I have a couple of those. I'm like looking at them on my mantle. Um, but I got, I think for my birthday or something one year, someone bought me a Nancy Drew cookbook. And so it's like different dishes that are like, it's yeah. either inspired by the book. So they have name, the names of the dishes are correlate with names of the books. And so right. I was think just thinking the other night, I was like, and I think it's geared toward like younger you know, younger, you know, chefs, sure. um, which I'm not a chef. I don't cook. <laughs> I need to learn how to do that. I've been on dining, a dining plan at OSU. And, and now I'm just like, okay, now that I'm off, I have to learn how to make food. <laughs> um, but which just takes time. So that's all it really requires. Um, but I was just thinking about that. And I was like, those would be probably be really easy recipes to start, but honestly, right. that's such a good idea. And that would make it so much more interesting for me if I'm like, okay, I want to try this thing because this was in this movie that I love. Um, I got mm. together with some friends of mine not too long ago for like a baking day and I I definitely didn't do much. I more just watched them and cheered them on. But <laughs> I we yeah, made sports, um sports nice. Yeah, yeah, you got you gotta have the sport. Um and I, I did put the like spray the pans, you know, and like put the the wax paper in the pan. So I did something, yeah. but I didn't do anything with the actual ingredients per se. Um, but we made something from uh the show Downton Abbey. It's this oh, yeah. like lavender lemon loaf. And it was really good. Um, so yeah, because one of my one of the girls who was um, who was there that day, she's really good, a really good baker. She, I think, someday maybe wants to have her own bakery, and but then knows that it's hard to sustain. But just kind of kind of like a pipe dream, you know. But she is so talented. So that was really that's why she was like, so we should get together and bake. And I was like, (laughs) I will support you in that. and then I will eat that's the fruits awesome. of your labor. <laughs> but yeah, so but that's actually such a great idea. I'm so glad you said that. I might start looking up dishes from movies, Definitely. even like Ratatouille, you know, yeah. could make something from Ratatouille, a great yeah. movie. It's a great one. All about cooking. <laughs> All about cooking. So good. I mean, one of the channels I watch on YouTube that does a lot of cooking is uh, Binging with Babish. So he mm. just like, he has a few different shows that he does throughout his channel, but one of them is just all, um, TV show, movies, like pop culture, foods. And so I definitely think there'll be some ones in there that you guys would probably enjoy. So Okay, that's amazing. I'm definitely, definitely going to go look that out. up. Yes, totally. Thank you for the rec. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any questions for me? Well, yeah, okay. When did you, like, start to love cooking? As soon as I started loving food. <laughs> <laughs> So early? <laughs> <laughs> Very early, yeah. Um, I don't know what started it. I haven't thought a whole lot about this, but I, I can think back to like... No, that's what it was. I'm going to date myself, I guess. Um, I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> You're in college. You're not that old. <sighs> but I played Webkins as a kid, and there was a cooking thing on there. And I think that's actually where it started. Because there were a few... Like, it was just this online game thing. You had a little stuffed animal that you logged into the game, and it was, um, and I, there was one game where you had to, like, learn how to flip pancakes, and I was, man, I was fantastic at it. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I think I liked that. And then there was this thing through the site that you could also, like, submit your food pictures that were, like, you made recipes from the game because there were, really weird foods from it you know and then like you could make your own recipe and then submit it and then like i don't know you'd win something or i don't know um and i did that a few times and i think that's where i started kind of cooking and then 
started like really easy recipes that my mom would show me and then you know just like eventually helping around the kitchen and stuff and then you know obviously i've gone to college now and i'm a lot more interested in cooking i guess um i started probably like throughout high school i was making i was baking a little bit and then i was also like making an egg for myself in the morning it's pretty simple but it like started reinforcing some of those habits and um then over quarantine i just like dove head first into food and just yeah just loved it um, did you get on the bread baking train yes yep. did you <laughs> i did not did. but i heard a lot so, about it <laughs> well there was no yeast in the stores right and so we had right. to make our own sourdough starter um we've been doing that for a while so my mom um even while I'm here, she'll send me pictures every so often of like the next loaf she made. And man, I, I get jealous because I want some, but um, yeah, that's always been fun. I've been making a lot of focaccia lately, which is kind of like. Um, I love focaccia. I know, it's so good. I don't, I always try and describe it. It's kind of like a, a thicker pizza dough, you know? Yes. Um, a very wet dough. It, it's definitely weird to work with sometimes. Um, but once you get it to work, it's great. I made some like right before I left. So good. So good. <laughs> I love um, it. and yeah, and we put a little bit of sourdough starter in that. So it just gives it a little extra flavor, you know? So mm. that's been some very good stuff. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. Your future family will thank you <laughs> as, as a non chef myself. I'm like, yeah. Oh, dear Lord, please let my husband like cooking, <laughs> which I mean, I'll figure it out. You know, I'll get there, but I don't know if I'll ever, right. maybe I'll fall in love with it. I don't know. But I, I think for me, the challenge with cooking is I struggle with the cost benefit analysis of like the time it takes to cook like a nice dish sure. versus yeah. like how quickly it's gone. So I think I'm going to be big <laughs> on like casseroles and pastas and that. soups and things like that, that are going to like last just because at this certain juncture in my life, I just don't think I can spend a ton of time cooking. But yeah. I, I know that maybe I, maybe I will really enjoy just kind of throwing stuff together. One of my housemates is such a chef. She, <laughs> and she doesn't use recipes or anything. I mean, she yeah. just throws stuff together. She's grow. She grew up cooking. She like cooked for her family, honestly, a lot. That's um, awesome. and yeah. yeah, her mom's an incredible chef. She's an incredible chef. And so sometimes my other housemate and I, we get mad because we're like, so we want to like try this rest that you just made. Like we want to try this. And we were like, can you repeat this? And she's like, I don't know. I just kind of did it. And we're like, that doesn't help us. We, <laughs> we want to know what you did. Like, so we're trying to get her to kind of think back to how she made certain things and maybe just like i was like maybe i'll just take audio messages or like voice memos of you telling me what you put in it and then i can because it's maybe easier nope. for her to like say it than actually like trying to write it down it's like because then i can like, hear it you just gotta hop in the kitchen one day and just cook alongside her because i think that's, that's the best way the only way to get we it gotta just, we gotta just get it here and like watch her do it that's what that's what we've said my husband and i were like we gotta watch you do it we just gotta Learn. <laughs> just gotta be there yeah mm -hmm. i'm definitely i'm not quite there i need to like cook more to get to that point um but i'm definitely approaching it where i just kind of like know what goes in together and just like you're surprised yeah, it and you're fine 
That's yeah. crazy. I just, I, I think, and again, like, I think this goes back to, I guess this shows part of my personality of, like, not wanting to do something wrong at a restaurant or, like, order wrong, but also, like, not wanting to do yeah. something wrong in the kitchen. I think I have a very, it's easy for me to get very black and white with things. And that's not really how cooking is. Mm-hmm. And so I think that maybe that's also been sort of, I guess, a fear or just makes me nervous, you know, because I'm like, what if I mess something up? And it's like, oh, well, so you messed it up. So you try yeah. again next time. Right. I just need to take the pressure off of myself because I'm the one putting it on there. <laughs> when I'm when I'm cooking at home, I put, I put no pressure on myself, but everyone else puts, they don't put a lot of pressure on me, but it's like, they're more worried about if it doesn't work out. And I'm like, it's fine. We'll just just heat someone up in the freezer if I mess it up that bad, you know? Like, See, I need a dose of that. That's what I need. I need a dose like, of I'm that. Just, yeah, it's fine. Carefree. We'll be close enough. <laughs> I'm amazed by that. Yeah. I need a little bit of that in my life. Yeah, but I can't wait to get off campus and start cooking. It's I was definitely gonna say, gonna be like it's hard in a dorm. It's yeah, that's probably why quarantine was great for you because you got to actually be home and like have your right. own kitchen. Like you can't really cook in a dorm. Yeah, something I miss when I'm here, but it's a lot faster and more convenient to just go to the dining hall and <laughs> yes. figure something out, you know. Yeah. But I know I'm not going to be cooking, like, amazing things every night, you know. I'm, I'm going to kind of reserve that for, like, Friday nights or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Special occasions. But definitely going to try and, like, cook some things I enjoy. I'm excited. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to be fun. Can't Heck, wait. yeah. You're going to be doing all kinds of cool things. Oh, yeah. No doubt. All right. That brings me to the end of my questions. But we're not done. It's time for a hot seat. Are you ready? Sure. Let's go. Do you like crunchy or soft snacks? Um, I've gotten on to crunchy snacks for sure, which is, I feel like my mother because she was <laughs> literally, she's always like, I want, um, I just want something crunchy. Like she all growing up, she'd be like, you know, I just want something with some crunch. And I just, I just want some crunch. And I was like, I have become my mother because I, <laughs> I, I, I think I really like crunch. crunchy things. Yeah. That's great. I this week I was just kind of like I want something crunchy, and so I like opened up a box of cereal and just started eating it. And just try, yeah, my, yeah. My roommate was you just like, "What it. are you? I don't. What are you doing? I, you didn't understand." But if you know, you know. Is birthday cake overrated? Just like classic store bought birthday cake. Yeah. Probably. Okay. That's I think I was so. About. Well. And almost for the sake of, like, other cakes then get the boot because everyone just goes and yeah. buys, like, a sheet cake. Now, certain sheet cakes can be delicious. But, right. like, the other day I had strawberry short, like, a strawberry shortcake Ooh. cake, and it was, ugh, I guess I was redundant, a shortcake cake, but whatever. <laughs> it was so good. And Sounds I was like, good. why do people never, or carrot cake? My sister right? and my, oh, my mom cake, started man. making, yeah, carrot cake. My mom found this carrot Smart cake recipe, them. and she has, like, perfected it, and then my sister starts to make it, started making it, too. So good. Chocolate cake, like a good rich chocolate cake. P.F. Chang's is an incredible chocolate cake. It's just, I, I just think other, other cakes deserve a little love too, you know? That's why I like donuts on birthdays. Just yes. Get a little, just get like a little removed. Like it's still, let's be real, a cake donut, like halfway to cake, but it's just better. Heck yeah. Better. And you don't have to mess with the, because some icings are too like really light and fluffy and like, I don't know. It just don't taste as great. Buttercream's good, like the thicker ones, but... I don't know. Yeah, donuts. Donuts. Donuts are solid. I've I've been let down less by donuts than cake. That that's a quote right there. <laughs> I have been let down less by donuts than cake. Honestly, true. I'm with you. 
Let's switch it to birthday donuts. Let's do it. What's the last thing you ate? I'm ashamed to say this, but I had a bowl of blueberry Cheerios at 2.30 in the morning last night. Nice. <laughs> I was That's sitting awesome. in my bed. I was so munchy all day yesterday, and <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I and have been the past several days, but I and my housemate too, we were like, we don't know what's in the water, but we just like <laughs> have just been wanting so much, so many snacks and so much stuff. And we literally got home from like a hangout with friends and we had had dinner there and then we had had ice cream and then we still were munchy. So we made popcorn and we're sitting eating it at like one in the morning and then she went to bed and I was still snacky. So then I like got ready for bed and then I just sat in my bed and watched YouTube and ate blueberry Cheerios. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so that is the last thing I ate. <laughs> That's great. If you could re-experience a food for the first time, what would it be? What a question, Jacob. Wow. Oh, I must think. I must think. Here's one. I don't know if this would be like the 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 best answer. Like I'm sure I could think of another one that's like more profound for myself. But <laughs> the first time I tried Talenti's sea salt caramel gelato, it changed Ooh. my life. Ooh. It did. And then yeah. it made me try the – then I was like, well, maybe I like salted caramel things. And so then I tried the salted caramel cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory. <sighs> that also changed my life. So I, <laughs> But I don't – like now I'm so kind of used to the flavor and like I still love it. It's still yeah. like one of my favorites. But I think it would be really cool to go back and taste it for the first time and have that moment all over again. It'd just be like, yeah. wow, just tra- – you know, just that, that transformative experience once again. Great question. So fun to think about. I'd probably go with beef brisket, I think. Ooh. It's a barbecue place not too far from our house in Cincinnati. And, man, just, like, absolutely melts in your mouth. Good brisket hits different. (laughs) Good brisket is a level up. That's just all there is to it. If you know. All right. That's the end of my questions. Darby, thanks so much for coming on the show. Jacob, thanks for having me. It was a blast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Season to Taste. If you enjoyed, go ahead and share it with one of your friends and tell them your favorite part. You can find me on Instagram at Season 2 Podcast. And special thanks to Adam Paddock for the music. <laughs>